afternoon, good morning, <laughs> afternoon. Whatever you're listening to it. Um, Welcome no, to episode eight. Number eight. Number six will not be in video. Um, no, seven won't be on video. Seven, sorry, yeah. Six is going to be released video-wise maybe this week. It's hard work doing these video edits, isn't it? I don't think it's hard work doing the edits. <laughs> it's um, a big commitment, though. I think, you know, we've, well, you just need to get used to it. Um, you're doing last week's, or the week before last. Week before last. You've only got 20 minutes to do of last week's. Oh, no, we're not doing that one. Oh, we're just not going to no do point. it. There's no point. Right, okay, good. Good. Okay, okay episode eight, we've been doing this for two months, man. Two months. Eight two weeks. Months. Eight weeks of um, 60% bullshit, 40% <laughs> a lot of, I would say we've had a... Bit of good advice, to be honest. Yeah, fair enough. That's pretty much going to be what this episode is as well. Yeah. 40% of it is going to be finishing off last yeah. week's day in the life of a broker. And then 60% we're going to fuck about and do a Christmas quiz and we'll probably be eating curry at the same time, I imagine. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, what was I going to say? Oh, thank you. We passed 200 listeners this week. It's quite mad. Last week we recorded... But some of them could be the same listeners. Uh, I don't know how the data works, yeah, don't know how the data works, but we've got 200, we've been listened to at least 200 times. That's, I would say more people have listened to me in this than they have in, real life. in like a week of work. Yeah, fact. Yeah. So We've added a jingle, what did you think? A jingle? Yeah. You didn't send me the jingle, remember, I couldn't hear it. For fuck's sake. You've got to play it to me. You didn't think to just Spotify it yourself or anything, no? You put it on Spotify? What do you mean? I put we're on Spotify. Yeah, but you put the jingle on Spotify. Well, I've added it to our thing. Right. You didn't give it a listen. You no. don't have the Spotify app. No. Google search everything. Can you pad for time whilst I'm doing this? What do you mean? You know, fill the gap. Same as happened to do an edit. Um. So Josh made a theme tune now. That'll be. If it's any good, we'll keep it. I haven't actually heard it yet. I'm sorry, I didn't realise he publicised it. Dan, Dan, Dan. But we're about to hear my critique on it right now. Wait, wait, we're losing in popularity. This between two brokers are now in front of us in the search. This is those Texan women. Oh, right. That they've got above us in the search. I wonder. Oh, no, it's not. It's not. Two broker girls. Anyway, sorry. Right. So did you listen to any of two broker girls? Uh, no, I didn't, to be fair. I meant to get around to it. Of I don't want to give them any more publicity than they deserve. <laughs> I haven't... I mean, I don't know if they're any good or not. <laughs> Did you honest. listen to them? I listened to maybe 10 minutes of one and two episodes. They've definitely got the equipment, right? But De- they've gone too big too fast. We're growing organically. They're definitely not broke. <laughs> okay. But... Oh, I can't see a few things now. Um, yeah. I think... That when I was listening to them, I mean, we have our moments where we talk a lot about real estate. Yeah. And it always comes in eventually. Whatever conversation we're having or debate or argument. We can always bring it It's related to something we started off with real estate. But as far as I'm concerned, from what I listen to, about 80% of what they talk about is just being a mum and... uh, Their kids and situations they've had with their kids. And you think... Are they like just, you know, having a general, hi, let's do 20, 20% me and you life and relationship okay. building before we talk about business? But no. And then, and, and then you're like scratching your head like, why am I listening to this? <laughs> like, um, so I think I need to listen to a full one and right, see yeah, if yeah, like right. there they are, then pick up there and might be snippets of real estate. Um, yeah, fair enough. I don't, I don't, I don't make fun of them too much. <laughs> um, no, fair enough. Should we, uh, do you want a jingle time? Yeah, let's listen to this. You ready? Hi everyone, and welcome to podcast number seven. <laughs> you know what? Well, it's not actually, bad, is it? It's I not bad. Think, I don't think it was that bad. Like, I was expecting something like super corny <laughs> that's that, just like a nice little riff that yeah. Quick, yeah, yeah. it'll do until we fill it with something <laughs> properly <laughs> wait wait there's it. an ending to it as well oh shit I don't know how to do this how do I well open up this page yeah what are you doing I can't get to the you minimised that yeah but I can't get to the track bit because the taskbar's at the bottom oh you don't have premium do you 
I can't... Yeah, but you should still be able to skip through it, shouldn't you? No. You're fucked You can do it on your phone later. Anyway. It sounds similar, right? Yeah, it's the same. Oh, <laughs> it sort of fades in as we start talking and then it ends on a... Catchy, right? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> do you want to hear it one more time? Yeah, no, 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 no. No, go on, one more time. I don't know. I can't get it back. Oh, wait a second. Okay, ready? What's in store for us today? Right, we are finishing off last week's chat about a day in the life of a broker. So we're just going to touch on uh, conducting a viewing briefly and then negotiating a deal briefly. And then this is your last one before you go over Christmas? Yeah, I'm flying away on Monday. Nice. See so, you later. <laughs> It's on the fence whether you're coming back or not, right? I'm coming back. I'm coming back. <laughs> I haven't even considered not coming back yet. Good. That's I what I like to hear. That's, uh, my stuff is not packed. Good. So, to see Dan off for Christmas, we're not sure whether we're going to take a break yet or if I'm going to try and get some guest stars on. Um, I'll let you know. <laughs> I'm talking to Dan here as well. Um, but yeah, so to see Dan off for Christmas, we're going to do a few Christmas quizzes. A few Christmas quizzes. Be good. My general knowledge is okay. What about your Christmas knowledge? It's just okay. All oh, right, so okay. All right. Well, let's start with viewings. You had a viewing today? Yes. Okay. Someone you've been talking to for a while? No. Okay. And um, I was supposed to have two, one cancelled. Um, literally phoned her up. I was like, hey, we got a viewing in an hour. Um, well, I'll see you there. She was. Yeah, I was like, she was like, oh, we're caught up in a meeting. He's like, you're caught up in your bed. <laughs> it's fucking twelve o'clock. Get up. <laughs> um, no, the first one I got a call today, and the guy was looking for Dubai Hills, and he's like, yeah, my managing director will meet you there. I made sure that you know what what size you need, what price you need, and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. But I didn't get hold of the landlord until I was in the car, and. It was someone else who was like it wasn't as high up as the person I was talking to like originally. An or yeah, and uh, she was saying that oh I think um, they've all been leased because I remember congratulating this person for leasing the full building. I'm like you're joking. I've got the managing director of this company coming. Oh, I see. Right. I'm in the car already. So she's like I said just just get a hold of this guy and just confirm it for me because I'm on my way anyway. And I didn't tell anything to this man. Right? So I was like, if I'm going to embarrass myself, it's going to happen. But it's going to be in person. I, I, yeah. took, I took a gamble and I won. Because when I got there, he says, yeah, we've got two two units available. Don't worry about it. Nice, um, nice, nice. So I took him through the unit and he's like, yeah, this is fine. We want it. I was like, where have you seen so far? And he goes, everywhere. I'm like, right. Because they just walked in, they looked at it, they were like, yeah, yeah. It's not got a brilliant view, but more or less perfect yeah, yeah, yeah. okay let's do it and um, he's walking around took his videos phoned his guys and uh, everything looked like it was a big yes and previously like this is how fast Dubai is because I've had this property online for maybe th- three months now that might sound like a long time but the unit, I'm not just listing one property, right? So I list one property, I generate and leads, and the, the whole building was vacant, so I'd, I'd keep using the leads I get off of it. And um, since three months, or three to four months, they've leased these full buildings, shell and core units, no metro nearby, like it's, it's a buy house. And when you look at it, it's, it's like, in the middle of nowhere, really, isn't it? Essentially, yeah, but. Business park, like all these areas throughout Dubai House, have all leased up 100%. Yeah, because it's a mad area. These were the two remaining buildings, right? And before we could lease them for like 95 to 100 per square foot. Now it's, they're like, the asking price was always 130, but you just had negotiation, like you had the power of negotiation during the the starting times to actually bring the price down. And this is how, like, um, crucial, like, these past three months have been where there's no office availability in Dubai Hills and the asking price was originally this, 130. And when I go to them and I say, but I leased it for, you know, 95 to 100, like two months ago. And he's like, bro, it's the last two units. Like, <laughs> do you want it or not? 
<laughs> and the client was like at the time during the viewing he said listen get it for me about 100 per square foot and it's done right? right try for lower do what you can but 100 and we'll take it today just we need it this week we've looked everywhere I like it get it for me right. and when I phone up these guys and they go bro it's the, from the board they've told us that we can't reduce the price and like even when I'm lucky I'm unlucky. Like, <laughs> like, what sort of disaster? I said, I said, pull your fucking socks up, man, and go do something about it. And he's like, bro, I said, I've, I've done everything I can already. And he says, it's the last unit, so I'm getting leads. You do something about it. Fair like, enough. Uh, so, I'm, and then I phoned the guy up and I said, this is, this is the situation. And he goes, it doesn't sound like you're working very hard. Oh. And I went, Oh, well, what a cunt. I know. And I went, I've not exactly got much power in negotiating with the board of Emar right now in two units. And I genuinely said this. And he says, listen, just do something for me. If you can't get 100, then get me one unit because it's two conjoined units. Get me one unit for 120. And I said, but they're not budging. And I said, you know what? You want me to do this? Okay. So I went and I sent an email and I said to that guy, I said, take it with the board. That's what they want to do go talk to the board and see if you can do anything. If not, and they lose it because of the time it's going to take, because that's the risk involved now, is that you're getting senior management or higher management involved, then it's going to take so much time. Um, so negotiating in this circumstance during this viewing was almost done in a day, but the deal will most likely not finalise because it's the last two units and he wants to negotiate and... It's fair enough, it's fair enough. If, if you're sitting on, at the end of the rainbow with a big bar of gold... You don't give a shit about the one or two coins that you've fallen out of the basket, do you know uh, what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, that was a convoluted... Right? I meant more, talk us through what you do on a viewing. Right, well... That, we're, we're following on from was, last that week. Was that was, yeah, that, well, was, uh, that was a good rundown on how your week's well, been, I think. I think that because we, we did qualification during last week's and I believe that before a viewing you should have your client fully qualified because if you don't then that viewing could be a genuine waste of time so during my viewing I like to think that this property is right for them and if it's not then whatever feedback I can get off of them is is genuine and it's valuable yeah so my viewing is about getting feedback and for commercial it's all about what's most feasible it's not too much to do with like the aesthetics of things, although they do come in handy when you're dealing with people who have more disposable money. It's more about um, functionality than it is design. Yeah, yeah. so, um, but during my viewings, um, you know, make sure the price is right. And then I, what I find is very useful is when people don't really know what to say, I say, right, so from what we have, I recap, I say, so from what we discussed, you needed somewhere near a metro, check. You needed somewhere yeah. uh, Shell and Core, check. You need somewhere within this price range, check. You needed somewhere this, that, and that. And I'll go through them all. It's like, right, so... You're just checking you, every box. Do you want to move forward yeah. with this? And if they say no, I'll say, okay, why not? And Put them on the spot. You just say, ah, oh, I, I don't like it too much. It's like, what do you... You just need to find out. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Because otherwise, right. like, I don't want anything to be a waste of time. Like, no, you're absolutely right, yeah. What is wrong with it? Why not? Just tell me everything. Yeah. I'll get back to you. It's like, no, you... Just tell me now. We're here now. Yeah, tell yeah. me your raw feelings, yeah. Um, no, I agree with you. So, that's... Yeah, no, I completely agree. The, and, and if that's... The, the viewing is, like, technically asking for business. You need to be prepared with your next step. So, when the viewing wants exactly, a recap... Yeah. And say everything's right. I'll say, right, so how soon do you want to move forward? And that'll set, up, set me up for the next few days or weeks or whatever. I'll say, I need you to send me this, this and this in order to move forward. How soon can you send that to me? I say, I'll send it right now over WhatsApp. Or as soon as I get back to office, I'll send it now. Yeah, it's got to like, be. Stuff like that. Like, just, okay, send that to me. I can get this done and we can take it from there. And then when that time comes, you can whatever. Yeah. No, I agree with most of your points. You you recap and you set a plan to proceed. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I think qualification is a huge thing. You've got to make sure the the tenant is qualified before you take them. But I'm at the minute going into every viewing with the mindset that this property is perfect for you, but I'm not doing this viewing 
with the intention of you taking this property. I'm doing this for you with the intention of building the relationship with you by finessing exactly what it is you're looking for. I have no doubt this is the first property we're looking at. Who takes a property on their first go? Yeah. So I'm going to walk around this property, do the checklist like you, finesse exactly what it is that they're looking for, and then I'm going to get them on the next one. Yeah. yeah. Like the dream is get them on the first one. The way you do that is by qualifying them, is by listening to their needs over the phone. But you can't really gauge an idea of what they want over the phone. When, yeah, when you, you both know, see it together, you can definitely understand yeah. a lot more about what Just their playing. initial reactions to it, do you know what I mean? Yeah, so that's my sort of intention at the minute. Right. But you're right, like... But there's a lot of, there's a lot of ways where you, if you... It's the qualification, like when, when you... They might even say what they think they want over the phone, right? And you're kind of trying to bog down what they actually need. That's important in qualifying. Like, it's not always about what you want. Mm. Like, we we want like the fucking the best tower in the world, right? Best unit overlooking all of this. And I say, but your budget's this, and your staff are all from over there, and they need to be in a place that's like this because you said they're most of your staff live in this area and whatever. You've had you think about the logistics for them, and you say. It gives you a reason to pitch and sell. Yeah, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. With the residential side, for example, it'll be someone will say, oh, I want the latest uh, select group property. So we'll go to the marina. They're like, oh, I really want Marina Gate because I know that's the best quality in there. But I've got a family of four and it needs to be spacious. And over the phone, I'll tell them, you know these Marina Gate properties, they are the best quality in the marina. But they're really tiny. The rooms are ridiculously small. The living room is tiny. The kitchen is almost... And you're going to be paying out your arse. And you're going to be paying out your arse. But even when they've got the budget, let's pretend they've got the budget, but they're like, I really want that building because I like the finish and the quality. You're like, listen, I will... Okay, but just bear in mind that there's this, which is very similar quality, slightly cheaper in price, but it's much bigger in rooms. If you go to Marina Gate, you're just paying for them. You've still got to go and take them to Marina Gate because the only way you can change their perspective is by physically showing it to them but then to be able to say oh I did mention that this probably would be a bit too small for you but I've got it like pre-empting their sort of uh, objections that's what's key to this business yeah, yeah. People, the reason then, I, you're, then you're prepared to counteract it exactly yeah the reason I wanted to talk about this is because so many people think that when you're a real estate agent all you do is go and open the door it's so much fucking more to that. I swear, your salesman it really comes into action, pisses right? me off, man. Um, like, they they might be on the fence, and when you ask them where they've been so far, you can use that and say, "Well, either time is of the essence; you can create urgency, or you can say, well, listen, how if you've not if you've got all the time in the world, when are you going to make this decision?" Um, and you can sort of. You can say, like, you like all that. You can just start selling it. Yeah. You can just start yeah. selling it. There's people you can sell to. There's people that are just can useless, man. I know. I know. That really if they, is. If, they don't, if they're not motivated, then they're pretty hard to get across the line. Yeah, absolutely. If they're not motivated, the only way you can really sell to them is if they fall in love with the property. Mm. If they're not motivated, it doesn't really matter how good a salesman you are. Well. But anyway, let's say you've done a viewing... They have fallen in love with the property. They've fallen in love with you. They want to put forward an offer. And this is a big thing, right? Because I don't think in the UK market or in most European markets, if you're renting a property, I don't think you negotiate on the price, right? You do, yeah. In the UK? <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. As I'd... much as you do out here? Um, not... I guess it's... it's... It's definitely when, more well, loose. I'll, here, I'll right? tell you, yeah, in the UK, they kind of put the price as is, and that's the price. If you don't offer it, it's not. But it's when, not. You're, when you're buying property, it's different, of course. Yeah, yeah, buying. We're talking but about renting, renting, I remember yeah. I got a little bit off the rent at one okay. point. Okay, nice, in the, nice. Yeah. So, yeah, so out here, a property is advertised on the portals, whether it's Property Finder, Bayou, which is the equivalent of like Right Move or something back in the UK. The way I've always had to look at it from doing a leasing perspective, from a leasing perspective as well, for so, residential, yeah. for residential, with independent leasing. landlords, with in- all right. No, I'm just. Do you want to put any more asterisks on this? I'm qualifying you. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so fine. Yeah, for the rental market in Dubai, you advertise at a certain price, 
And I think we've mentioned before that in Dubai you pay with checks, right? We've spoken about that. So I don't need to go into that again. So that price is what the landlord would accept in four checks, typically. Mm. If you go with a one check offer, there's negotiation on the price. If you want to pay in six or 12 checks or something like that, there's an increase in the price. It depends, of course, how rational someone is. But generally speaking, yeah. yeah. Like, when the checks go down, you know, the money can go down as well, just a tad, because they get all of it up front and they're like, well, that's my year sorted, thanks. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. But that's, I think that's quite unique to this market, right? I don't think there's... Oh, can't, can't I can't think... like people try and abuse it, man. But just in terms of like securing yourself an apartment or a villa or whatever it is, there's a lot of negotiation that goes on here. Mm. A lot of negotiation that goes on here, right? I've, had, I've literally had landlords where someone has offered it the full asking price in one check and the landlord's turned around and said, well, you've managed to get me that, so my property must be worth more, so up the price, please. No. No. That's no. But that, it's a negotiation on both sides, so it can be very quick. I closed a deal because I'm doing short-term at the minute. Was he right? No, he wasn't right. He did. He might have been a bit right. <laughs> um, you're not going to argue with a landlord if they give you a price that's under market, are you? Mate, like, anyway, that's a different story for another day. That's a good thing to come back with is price points. Okay. Um, where was I going with this? Okay, so today, <coughs> I had an inquiry this morning. I want to book one of your apartments for one month. Okay, that's fine. Come and take a look at it. Oh, is there anything we can do with the price? Not really, but come and take a look at it because I think you'll find value in it. She came. She was looking for her nan and granddad who were coming over for Christmas, so they want it from the 23rd of right, December to the 23rd of Jan, something like that. Um, she walks around and she goes, this is like the nicest one I've seen to be fair. I'm going to take a video and I'm going to send it to my, to my grandparents. And then half an hour later, yeah, I like it. What was the price, she said. No negotiation price, nothing. So Dubai can be that quick. But what can slow down and kill a deal is, like you said, the negotiation stage, right? Mm. Like you were just telling us about that company that wants to challenge Amar for some reason, as if yeah. they're going to be flexible on their price. You get the same with private landlords. They can fall in love with the property. They can give you an offer whilst you're there with them in the apartment or in the villa or whatever it is. But it can be such a low ball and then you're negotiating with the landlord and then you're negotiating with the client. And the time can kill a deal because you've got to forget, you can't forget, in Dubai there's not really any exclusivity. Mm. So whilst you're back and forth in with the landlord over... 100k offer someone else another agent comes in at 105 and he thinks yeah fuck it take that and then you're screwed but then negotiation is also on everything oh i don't want to pay a 10 percent deposit can i pay a five percent deposit no oh i don't want to pay five percent agency fee can i pay two thousand dirhams instead no but all of those factors can cost you a deal it's true i've reduced the lowest i've got on an agency is Agency fee is 2,500 dirhams. Of half my, the minimum. My mistake value. today was when I was talking to the guy and he was saying, negotiate this for me. And I thought it was going to be no problem. But I'd already been through an experience with another tower where it was the last unit. And I said to my client, it's not negotiable. People fucking hate that, <laughs> but this guy, I, I didn't, I didn't, it didn't concern. Everything happened so quickly, right? We qualified him quickly on the phone. We got to the unit quickly, just in time for me to quickly find out that yeah, it was yeah. it was actually available. And when it was the last unit, we went through this whole process, and it didn't occur to me, shit, this is the last unit. How flexible are they now? So I didn't manage his expectations when I met him, and when I got back to the office. And I found out, because I was phoning up the landlord, and I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. I went home all happy. I was like, oh, here we go. I think uh, you rang me just, just as it finished. Oh, no, I rang you just as you yeah, finished, yeah, right? Yeah. I was like, yeah, it's looking good, man. Yeah, I'm yeah. take it. And I've negotiated this before. It's easy. It's going to be easy. It's going to be a deal done to <laughs> you me. You did. You're on top of the world. I haven't heard you this happy since fucking... Yeah, it's going I don't right. think I've ever heard you this happy, to be fair. Oh, sure, man. I wasn't that happy. I was just like, right, it's going to happen. I, and then, as usual, you've come out for the podcast and you're depressed as fuck again. Yeah. A bit better than last week, though. You might um, better than last week. All right, so... so yeah, view, viewings, they're different every time. Um, but you have to view a viewing 
view of viewing. You have to treat a viewing as though it's a... Uh, it's just an opportunity to build a relationship with someone. And I would... Do I, don't, I don't know, to be fair. If you qualify them properly, they're more likely to take that initial property. Uh, but I think you've got to have that initial expectation. They're yeah. not going to take this property, but I'm going to build such a good relationship yeah. with them that yeah. they will then buy with You've got to have standards, but not in a stuck-up way as well. Like, yeah, if that's someone true. calls you and they're just like, I saw your office, I want to see it. And you're like, all right, fantastic, right. So tell me a bit about you, tell me what's your story, what have you seen? And you just go through the whole list. I don't let them just say, no. And if they start going, I just want to see it, brother. Just show me the unit. I'll be like, I just want to make sure that it's not wasting anyone's time. The thing is, though, that we spoke about this last week, I think that that can then end up being the deal. Because there are certain nationalities. I don't don't always mention the budget up front, right? No, no, the budget is a different story, but you need to qualify them in some way. I just need to make sure that everything is like, like, why do you want to see it so bad? Because, and I'll explain to them, listen, I get calls all the time, and I've done a lot of things, and I just need to make sure that it's right for you before I go. But you were saying last week, I think, that there was, you were working on a building, I can't remember it very well, if I'm being honest, mate. And there was another Asian worker on it that was all dressed casually, you said. And then they bought a client that was dressed casually. And oh, they ended up closing that. Oh, these were for the commercial villas. But I can, yeah, yeah, exactly. But I can imagine that initial phone call, the guy, and I don't know, I've just got this he would just go. He would just go. Like, it's one of these agents. I would say one out of ten times, maybe you know that's what? something will come Do you know what I call head. agents that uh, pick up the phone and just run out the door? John. Runners. I say they're runners. They, yeah. They're a runner. They, they'll run for you. They'll go and they'll show you anything you want. But they won't give you any guidance. They won't consult you. They won't ask questions. But, oh, that's not right. Okay, I'll take you here. I'll take you here. Next thing you've been out the whole fucking Dubai the whole day and you haven't achieved anything. Yeah. And then it's like you get to like your viewing number five and you're like, oh, you wanted an apartment, not an office. Yeah. Like, and then you yeah. close on a 2,500 deal. Yeah, and you're like, yeah, yeah, I, I, I call them runners. But one time runners. out of 10, or maybe one time out of 100, that probably does come in, right? It's, fucking, it's like playing roulette, right? If you put all your numbers on 33, you know, I, pro- I probably, I do maybe six viewings a week at commercial. Right, that's not enough, I don't think, right? It's, it may not be a lot for you. But in residential, we're told to do three viewings a day. Yeah. I'm for leasing. For hell leasing. no, bro. You wouldn't get me out of the office three times a day. <laughs> and if you did, then it'd be a well-organised and structured day. Yeah, no, no. That's exactly what it is. So all my viewings... <laughs> and it would have been planned from last week. <laughs> <laughs> and one of those appointments would probably be the pub. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, so on to negotiations then. You're right, yeah. The checks go down... Uh, price goes down but if you're working with large developers they don't give a shit about checks man. yeah and some landlords don't give a shit about checks either they mm. just have their price and they want it to be honest I like cash flow and if I was a landlord I'd probably obviously I, would, I wouldn't mind getting one big check but if I could get more money out of someone for 12 checks then I'm going to take 12 checks because but that's not cash flow that is cash flow I'm getting it on a monthly basis yeah but cash flow is an upfront cash Right. Yeah, but upfront's all very well, but if I can get more over a course of a long period of time, then I've made a good investment. But you've got to think... If, I was, if, I, was leasing a, if I was leasing an apartment, right? Or if I was a landlord for an apartment and I was broke, so I... Bloody hell. <laughs> and I was broke and I wanted, you know, to make all my money up front, then... Probably shouldn't be leasing out a house in the first place. Should probably be living in it. No, this is true. But then you've got to think about, you know... Comfortableness um, of your tenant. Cash flow of your tenant. Yeah, yeah, no, I understand Tenants are getting screwed these days, man. Tenants are getting screwed these days. But you've got to think about the rationale behind it. A landlord could be renting... So I've had it, a couple of examples. A landlord has been living at a property... I don't know what that is, mate. It's just a bit of fluff, guys. Could be like a tapeworm. No, tapeworms are only in pork. Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> it's just a bit of dust. Anybody? No. Pinch. Pinch. 
can't, I can't pinch. I'm don't not... fucking waste that glass. I'm just going to pour all this in. Please no, don't. One um, yeah, so I had an example where there was... Can you hear me some tissue, please? Yeah, so I had an example where there was a landlord who had been living in this uh, apartment for about, I don't know, three, four years or something, paying the mortgage payments. I think he'd paid it off by now. And um, he was moving into rented accommodation. He was then renting his apartment that he owned, but he wanted a one-up front cash payment to cover the deposit so that he could buy another house. Mm. So you've always got to consider private landlords' motivations behind doing what they're doing. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. he downsized into... I actually think he was paying monthly, he said, because he wanted to get out of it as soon as possible. But he was like, I'm going to rent my apartment, but a one-check payment, and that's going to cover the deposit for me to buy my next house, which I'm then going to live in or rent out. So there's always different motivations for that. That's risky, man. And... What is it? Right, I've not got enough money to buy a house unless... I rent this one out. No, myself. he's. Oh, yeah, like, okay, oh, good you know yeah. what? Maybe it's it's deposit cash, you're right? Yeah, so he can afford the mortgage repayments, or he could, if it was off plan, he could afford the payment plans. Fair enough. He just didn't have the capital to pay for the deposit, and he was going to raise that by a one check payment on his apartment. So but that's that also that's reason. That's the reason behind us. Yeah, motives. but we spoke about qualification. When you initially speak to a landlord to get the listing, you also need to qualify them as well. True. And a lot of them are just, I just want it rented. But occasionally you will find someone that actually, you will then be able to say, listen, like, you want a one-check payment because that's the standard in Dubai. But you've got no upcoming payments. You know, you've got a good salary coming in. Everything is covered. Why would like yeah? Let's why look at it from a cash flow point of view. Because now you're being why? detrimental to the deal. Because yeah. not a lot of people can pay that. I, see, when I move out in February, I can't pay one check. Oh, yeah, fact. Fuck no. Fact. If I go in and someone asked me for a check, I said you're fucking off your tits, man. <laughs> I can't wait to have these conversations with agents <laughs> and say, bro, put some sense into the guy. As I'm a tenant, I'm not a fucking landlord here. Like, By the way, make sure when you do call around, you're not Daniel Craig. When you go onto your viewings and stuff, you're, say you're Josh Barr, but you've got to rear a broker card. So when you agree a deal, you're half the commission on its own by saying you're Daniel Craig. You've got to say it all goes through my, get it all agreed and everything, and then say, by the way, this is going through my agent, Daniel Craig, and it'll have to be a split deal. And then you've half the commission straight away without even negotiating. But if you tell them you're an agent whilst you're looking, they won't take you for the viewing. Just bear that in mind. You've got a rear card, which means technically you will get half the commission. And then you just obviously don't pay yourself because then you don't even pay yeah, yeah, yeah. half yeah, to the I company. Bring cash. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah, I can do that. Just just to bear in mind. Okay. Yeah, anyway, I think that covers most of that. We've wrapped it up from last week, right? Yeah. Viewings, negotiating, closing. Closing a deal, easy. You get everybody to agree. Yeah, <laughs> it is easy. Once you've hit your stride, it is easy. I right? Can we do a can we do an analysis of what's going on at the minute? We've been doing this for eight weeks now. I don't think you're doing enough cold calls. I'll be starting my cold calls again next week because I've started a new strategy. Fuck off, you will. You leave on Monday. I got no. Oh, so do yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got some new databases. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna head into downtown after the after the New Year's. <laughs> okay. I know I will be. I'm moving all my shit. Um, it's official. I jet wait. Presidential. No, no. Okay, fair enough. I genuinely believe the company we both worked at said a minimum. We spoke about this before, but a minimum of fifty answered calls a day that have lasted nine seconds. I genuinely believe that's the key to success. Genuinely, I really do. Because that's just replenishing the stock. I've had about 20 calls today that have lasted nine minutes. Right. But if you keep that up... And it's not... But cold calls to acquire stock... I haven't done any cold calls today. See, I think that's the issue. I think you need to constantly be replenishing your stock. Well, I need need new stock, but... 
we've got a strategy in place with the new manager. Um, we're going to be studying. New manager. Yeah, we're going to be studying certain buildings before we start the cold calls, which okay. makes sense. Yeah, I know, yeah, absolutely. I know enough about the area, but the buildings specifically that I've got. Aren't there, they all downtown, right? Mm. It's all just email, right? It's the same thing, no? Um, well, you've got HSBC, Standard Charter, uh, Emar Square, you've got Boulevard Plaza, but yeah. But some of them are owned by private landlords as well, okay. hence the cold calls. No, fair enough. Um, yeah, it's always different commercial. So you're going anyway. to with these quizzes, bro? Yes. Do you want... I have general knowledge, which I think is a quite a big quiz, which is TV... Film, like it's split into categories like that. Or do you want to do a specific quiz for music, Christmas music, or a specific quiz? Let's do Christmas for music. Yeah. Okay, Christmas music. I haven't done this either, so we're doing this together, by the way. Okay. Bear with me, let me find it. Okay, so this quiz is called Can You Name 100% of These Christmas Songs from Just One Line? This is uh, Radio X. If you want to play along, just Google Radio X quizzes and it will come up there. Big shout out to Radio X. (laughs) We're not getting paid for that. We're not getting paid for that. I wish we were. Although, funny story before we start the quiz. Literally a month before we came out to Dubai, or before I came out to Dubai, sorry, it was lockdown in the UK. So I had the radio player listen to Radio X. You know, Chris. I'll tell you this anecdote. Never mind. Hi boss, how are you? Thank you very much, my friend. Thank you. All in there? Okay, that's good. Thank you. All in my belly. Let me do this anecdote, then we'll pause, then we'll do the quiz. Okay. So yeah, so a month before I came out to Dubai, it's COVID. It was locked down. It was COVID and everything. Uh, I had the radio on whilst I was listening to work. And do you know Chris Tarrant, right? Who wants to be a millionaire? Yeah. Yeah. His son is one of the DJs on Radio X. Okay. Toby Tarrant. And he did a, like a text in thing. He was like, when this song plays, text in and you'll win 500 quid. Right. Yeah, I've, heard, uh, I've heard this before. Yeah. I've never ever done it before in my life. I thought that one time I'm just going to fucking text in. Because I heard the song come on, so I thought, fuck it, why not? One 500 quid in a gig. No yeah. Man. I was absolutely gassed, mate. Did he call you up? Yeah, he did, yeah. Oh, shit. What did he say? Oh, mate, I sound like such a twat on it. Ooh, did I win? Ooh. I think I say something along the lines of, uh, he goes, oh, are you happy? I go, I'm super excited or something like that. See, when you, you were hanging up the phone, did you go, adios, amigo? No, I didn't, but that's our sign off for this every time. Adios, amigos. I fucking love it. <laughs> oh, shit. Right. Resuming. All right, we're back. We are doing a quiz, a Christmas quiz. Christmas quiz, mice. Right. Can you name... Oh, wait a second. It's just like, can you name 100% of these Christmas songs from just one line? We'll find out. Excuse me. I'm just waiting for it to load. This is good. Can you pad for time? No. All right. Here we go. You ready for this? Yeah, go on. I don't think there's any music with it, but I'll put it on just in case. I'll be home for the quiz, boys. Right, start the quiz. It's Christmas time. There's no need to be afraid. At Christmas time, we let in light. We banish shade. What is it? Is it Happy Christmas, War is Over? Do they know it's Christmas, Band-Aid? Or Jonah Louis Stop the Cavalry. Band-Aid, right? Do they know it's Christmas? It's Christmas time. There's no need to be afraid. That sounds more like a John Lennon one. I'm going to go, I'm going to overrule your new Band-Aid. It was Band-Aid. You sang it like John Lennon. Right, the mood is right. I can do a Yoko impression. (laughs) Okay. The mood is bright, the spirit's up, we're here tonight, and that's enough. Is it Merry Christmas everyone, Shaking Stevens, Slade, Merry Christmas everybody, or Paul McCartney, Wonderful Christmas Time? The mood is right, the spirit's spirit's up, we're here tonight, tonight. and And that's that's enough, enough. simply 
having a wonderful oh Christmas time. Yeah, okay, nice, nice. We're here at 100%. You're doing much better at this quiz than Michael. Yeah. Spent the best part of last year apart and it still hurts. So that's why I pray each and every Christmas day that it won't end. Is that the darkness, Christmas time? Chris Rear driving home for Christmas, or Chris DeBurr, a spaceman came travelling? Spent the best part of last year apart and it still hurts. It could be one or three. I think it's three. I don't think it's Christmas time. Well. The darkness. It's crazy. No, that's not the darkness. Three? Yeah, Because I've never heard of this before. Fuck, it's Christmas time. The darkness. Merry Christmas. I wrapped it up and sent it with a note saying I love you. I meant it. I know this. Is it Wham Last Christmas, Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas, or Leona Lewis, One More Sleep? Wham. I'm just going to say, Leona Lewis, One More Sleep. Underrated Christmas song. I've never heard it. Oh, I fucking love it, man. Yeah, it's Wham, isn't it? Merry Christmas, I wrapped it up and sent it with a note saying I love you, I meant it. Yeah, I know what a fool yeah, it's I mean, what, La Wham? La Wham! No, it's La Wham! It's the Le- French Wham! It's La Wham! La Wham! Don't you know we've come too far now? Just go and try to throw it all away. Is it the future heads? Christmas was better in the 80s. St. Etienne, I was born on Christmas Day. Or East 17, stay another day. I've seen them live. Go on then. I don't know if it's right. Don't you know we've come too far now just to go and try to throw it all away now? I don't know, guys. I don't know, the future heads. Okay, the future heads. Fuck, it's stay another day. Stay now, stay now. Can't do this, go away. Right, okay, next. When you first took my hand on a cold Christmas Eve, you promised me Broadway was waiting for me. Oh, that's the Pogs. Easy. Yeah? Yeah. Do you want to hear the options? You promised me Broadway was waiting for me. (laughs) The worst Christmas song ever. Fact, it's the worst Christmas song. I'd go as far as saying it's the best. No way. Okay, you were right, by the way. I know. They sold me a dream of Christmas. They sold me a silent night. Is it Greg Lake? I believe in Father Christmas. Never heard of it. Wizard, I wish it could be Christmas every day. Tune. Or Eels, everything's going to be cool this Christmas. I've no idea. Um, It's number one. Yeah? Yeah, if it's not the... if it, I wish it could be Christmas every day, no. Eels, if it, everything's going to be cool for Christmas, then why would they say they sold me a silent night? Or maybe they... Yeah, maybe they sold them a silent night. I'd go for number three. Number three? No, 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 number one. Number one? one. Alright, I'm leaning towards number one. Yes, number one, Greg Lake. I believe in Father Christmas. That's based off of logic. Paint the night sky while the morning waits with a field of stars to keep the dark at bay. Blossoms, Christmas Eve. Frankie goes to Hollywood, the power of love. Is that a Christmas song? And Liam Gallagher, all you're dreaming of. Paint the night sky while the morning waits. Liam Gallagher did a fucking Christmas song? Mm. Paint the night sky. I saw Noel get a cover the other day as well. Paint the night sky. I quite like Blossoms. I've never heard their Christmas song. The Power of Love. That's the power of love. The power of love. No, no, that's a different song. That's a different song. It's number one then. I'm leaning towards LG. Mate, you said you didn't like Oasis. I don't, but I feel like that could be a Liam Gallagher song. Paint the night sky. It's too poetic, man. True, but Lee. All right, what do you think? I'm the quiz master. You're the quiz player. One or two. Okay, pick one. Two. Just because I don't know. No, it's not the power of love. I'm overruling you on that. Well, then it's one. All right. 
But <laughs> Liam Gallagher, I fucking told you. Damn. Trim those trees, raise up cups of Christmas cheer. I just need to catch my breath. Christmas by myself this year. Queen, thank God it's Christmas. Elton John, step into Christmas. All the waitresses, Christmas wrapping. It's bloody hell, I don't know, man. <laughs> I God. shit you not, right? The Christmas, uh, the waitresses, Christmas wrapping is... I can't think how it goes right now. But it's the worst Christmas song I've ever heard. Even worse than the Pogues, right? And Spice Girls do a cover. And I literally, my phone was about to die, so I was listening to the radio in the morning, and they played the waitresses' Christmas wrapping. Thought nothing or nothing. Well, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. I was then driving back home. Phone was about to die again. Put the radio back on. The waitress's Christmas wrapping came on, and it was Rich from Dubai '92. And he went, "Oh, I love the waitress's Christmas wrapping, but I really love the Spice Girls cover of it as well." So he played the waitress's Christmas wrapping, and then went straight into the Spice Girls Christmas wrapping. I had to hear it twice, back to fucking back, three times that day. I don't know. I don't know either. Trim those trees, raise up cups of Christmas cheer. I just need to catch my breath Christmas by myself this year. Could be Queen. It sounds like Elton John, man. Oh, it's I don't a bit think depressing it's... Step it sounds... in a Christmas, step in a Christmas. That doesn't feel like it goes. trees, raise up cups of Christmas cheer. No, I don't think it goes. I think it could be Queen. Yeah? Fucking Christmas Right, okay. Fuck's sake, this is hard. Outside under the purple sky... Diamonds in the snow sparkle. Our hearts were singing. It felt like Christmas time. Is it The Pretenders, 2,000 Miles? You would know if it was, I assume. Is that a Christmas song? The Pretenders. But I would walk 500 miles. It's The Proclaimers. Oh, is that the wrong thing? <laughs> oh, fuck. Right, edit. We'll edit that out. No, Outside under the... Fir- no, I'm joking. Is it The <laughs> Pretenders, 2,000 Miles? The Coldplay Christmas Lights or Andy Williams, The Most Wonderful Time of the Year. I've no fucking idea. It's one or two. <laughs> Which one should we go for? Outside on the purple sky, diamonds in the snow sparkle, our hearts were Could be Coldplay, you know. Felt like Christmas. To- it's Coldplay. Yeah? He's <laughs> a pretender. To- I love <laughs> being confident, but, you know, failing. <laughs> Ten. Let us know in the comments if you did better. Okay, well, we're not going to show you all of our quizzes. You'll be glad to know, because um, now we're just entertaining ourselves. What we'll probably do, thinking out loud here, is save a few of them and release them as an individual YouTube video. And then we can see how bad that right, okay, did. fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's because um, a YouTube video does better. It's because of the YouTube. human population and now that we're subject to the likes of TikTok and Instagram that people <laughs> are abusing their, what would you say, their attention span. And now all we want to do is listen to shorts and watch <laughs> people falling off the bikes and stuff. Aren't you guilty of this yourself? I am very guilty of this. And you know, when I saw an Instagram reel because I don't watch TikToks, right? And... This is why I'm telling you. I watched about, you know, half an hour of TikToks one day. And then I saw... No, not TikToks, but... I watched about half hour of Instagram YouTube Shorts or something. Instagram Reels. And then it's like people who... Um, say they're too mature to watch TikToks, but watch old TikToks on Instagram Reels <laughs> two weeks later. And I was like, oh, I guess that's all me. <laughs> that's like, you, is it? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Because yeah. I, haven't, I haven't taken the delve into accepting the fact that I'm kind of addicted to it. I've, I've said that I'm not going to download TikTok because I hate the concept of being fucking obsessed with just... I could just kill half an hour. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, what am I doing for the next half hour? Just watch reels. Um, Anyway, so I guess we covered, you know, practical stuff in the first half of this. Then we had dinner and we started relaxing and um, (laughs) we didn't want to talk about work anymore. And we started doing quizzes, so... um, We hope you enjoyed it. We hope you played along at home. If you did play along at home, let us know how you got on. We'll release a few of these as YouTube videos. Let us know in the comments. Give us a rate on whatever podcast platform that you're listening to, Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play, etc., etc. We appreciate it. It goes a long way. It deals with the uh, algorithms. 
And the, the good thing about me and Josh is that, and why we keep telling you guys to write us, is because me and Josh, we have, I would say, I've got thicker skin than most. Yeah. I would say, yeah. I mean, yeah. and we're we're quite opinionated people. Yeah. Um, I would say <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm definitely opinionated. And I do make a lot of comments about other things. I do not judge, but I do... Yeah, we don't to, judge, but we yeah, don't... Yeah. I, don't like, I let myself get carried away when I start talking shit about something like the the two broke girls I've had a few drinks now <laughs> I'm relaxed it's the end of the podcast and I'll fra- quite frankly say that is never going to interest me in my life the things that they were talking to and about didn't it was almost like they don't have an opinion yeah but do you think they're tailoring towards a specific audience which is the mums listen in business it's not audience. Oprah and a bunch of other ladies who have some form of significance Oprah Oprah and some other ladies who have some form of significance sitting at a table talking, right? Yeah, but that's what they're trying to... If they were incredibly established women and they were talking, they would talk about all this PC shit that no one really cares about, but apparently there's an opinion out there that we need to be subtle about. No, (laughs) I don't listen to that bullshit. Well, thank you for that. I can't wait to get a message from Dan in two or three three days' time saying... Oh, I fucking hope you cut out all the bit where I'm slagging off the two girls. No, in all fairness, you know. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's fair enough. That's yeah. constructive criticism. I would love to have them on the show. I would love to have them on the show. Let's get them. Texas on the show. versus Dubai. It's no real overlap in. Uh... Let's see what they're all about. There are. All right. All right. All right. I'll reach out to them. Yeah, yeah I'll reach out to them. Yeah, okay. All right. We'll see. Right. Right. That'll be a fun little example. Mm. Anyway, let's wrap it up, Dan. This is uh, this is our last. Podcast episode, podcast. This is our last podcast episode of twenty twenty two. Yeah, twenty twenty two. It's been a pleasure, mate. You're flying home for Christmas. See you next year. Flying home for Christmas. Who sings boom, it? Boom, boom, boom. Chris Ray. Nice one, mate. Thank you. Um, yeah. All right, guys. Thanks very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the Christmas quiz. Do let us know how you get on. Please do leave us a five-star review because it does well for the algorithms and we're really trying to give this thing a push at the minute. Um, if you do like us, get your friends to give us a listen to. Give us a topic of conversation as well. Give us a topic of conversation. Exactly. Email us at brokebrokers2 at gmail.com. That's brokebrokers2, we've, T-W-O we've, we've at had a few. We've had a few emails already um, with a couple of topics. and We're definitely going to get through to them in well, the new year. Yeah, we'll, we'll shout them out because they came through too late in the day. And uh, yeah, we'll get to them after the new year. Absolutely. We'll if Dan comes back, that is. I'm coming back. <laughs> anyway, thanks guys for listening. Um, Merry Christmas, Dan. It's been good. Yeah, and a happy new year. Happy new See year, you mate. See you next one. See you next one. Bye. Adios, amigos. Ooh.